When it comes to booking in time with your prospects, we want to reduce no-shows and cancellations. We want to make sure that the right prospect is speaking to the right AE at the right territory and right time zone. Also, we want to reduce those no-shows and cancellations. That's exactly what Chili Piper's booking platform can help you do. Chili Piper are the official sponsors of the SDR Disco Call show. And if you want to check out more, head over to chilipiper.com forward slash happy. Welcome to the SDR Disco Call vidcast and podcast, a show designed for brand new sales reps working in the world of tech sales. I'm your host, Neil Buyan, and I'm going to be taking you on a journey on the SDR Disco Call vidcast and podcast. Did you know that you can watch this show live with the guests on YouTube? This show is available on YouTube at happyselling.io. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the SDR Disco Call Show. Um, so today's guest is somebody that I met in a former life earlier this year, uh, whilst working with a client when we was kind of going through like a job interview run. Um, and you know what? We kind of stayed connected thereafter. We spoke on LinkedIn. We had a few calls post that time. Uh, and then we thought, you know what? Why don't we get this person onto our show? And before we introduce this next guest, uh, just a gentle reminder that if you're listening to us through your local podcast platform, such as Apple, Spotify, and etc., please make sure that you give us a rating and a like. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, please make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe. And remember, you can always ask future guest questions by leaving some suggestions in the comments. But the gentleman that we have on the SDR Disco Call show today is Ashish. Ashish, how are you doing today, sir? Hi, Neil. Uh, great to be on this show. And thank you so much for uh, giving me this opportunity to be on this uh, fantastic podcast. I have been following your podcast and obviously, you know each other. So I think I'm pretty excited to get started today. Thank you so much for being super pumped and getting coming on to the show today. We're super grateful for having you on board, Ashish. But Ashish, could you let the listeners and watchers know, like, who are you? Where are you based in the world? Who do you currently work for and what do they do? Sure, I would love to. So, hi, everybody listening to this podcast of Neil. I would like to introduce myself. So, my name is Ashish Tiwari. And right now I'm talking to all of you sitting out of Mumbai, India, and uh, have been into business development from uh, almost uh, a decade now. Uh, so I am right now working with a company called Kakun IT Services, which is a Microsoft partnered company. And my job here is to drive the entire sales uh, engagement at Kakun IT. So we are a very young and dynamic company, and I'm the one managing the entire show here. Uh, with all my background, experience, knowledge. So that's it. Thank you very much, Ashley. So listeners and watchers, we've got a sales veteran in our midst today. And this is somebody that really did stood out to me, like when I was working with another client and was kind of going for like did biz dev roles and leadership roles. Um, and, you know, Ashley's experience, like he's worked across different sectors. He's had a lot of learnings and we're going to be, you know, diving into those things today. But before we jump into the sales journey, Ashish, what kind of things do you like to get up to or what kind of like interests you have outside of sales? Well, I think uh, when I'm not working, 
then I am either enjoying a lot of my time with my dog. So that's something that I really, really uh, love to do. And then uh, for me, my friends and family are of, uh, you know, very important in my, in my life. So I, I try to spend most of my time with them. Uh, definitely, I am also not a very hardcore practitioner of sales and business development. Uh, so when, I, when I'm not working, I'm not selling. And I, I love to uh, I, I, I love to travel, of course, and uh, love to read. Uh, but uh, I mean, keep myself engaged with uh, you know what is happening out there in terms of technology, in terms of uh, you know, sales and business development activities that are happening around the globe. So like to be on LinkedIn, which is also one of my favorite platform, and uh, love to get connected with like-minded folks. Uh, discuss with them on opportunities, on, on requirements, if there is any. So, yeah, I mean, uh, so when I don't work, I don't work. I just spend time with myself and my family and my dog. So I you know. love <laughs> it. Thank you very much. So again, all pets are welcome on this show. And you never know in the future, guests and listeners, we may have some pets on some dynamic duo episodes. Uh, but equally, <laughs> I love the fact that you said, you know, like, you know, outs, like we don't have to be hardcore when it comes to sales because we are human and we have lives outside of it. So spending time with your family and again, being on LinkedIn, that's kind of where I found yourself. And I see that you're posting out there quite a lot. And a reminder for all our listeners and watchers, if you ever want to connect with our guests on LinkedIn, you'll always find their URL in the show notes and in the comments section of this video. So feel free to reach out and connect with Ashish. But coming onto your LinkedIn, and I've got my phone up in front of me this time around, um, you've had an impressive career, my dude. So you've been a customer support officer for Emphasis. You've worked in sales and service engineer at Vortex. You've been a, a BD at Stellar Information. You've also been a BD at Newfin Info Solutions. You've been a senior biz dev rep at Neosoft, um, an assistant manager and biz dev at Direction Software. The accolades go on. Uh, and you've also been, for the last two years, working at Cocoon IT as manager of global business development and senior manager of global biz dev. So Ashish, in your own words, can you kind of walk us like from the beginning of like you know how you started out to kind of where you've been in the, these last few years? Thank you, thank you, Neil, for uh, you know taking me through my journey again. So <laughs> definitely, uh, I mean, uh, so I am an electronics uh, engineer by qualification, and uh, after I finished my engineering, I got an opportunity to work with uh, you know uh, an ATM manufacturing company called Botex. So definitely, that was my uh, you know first corporate job, and I loved it. Uh, had a, had a great time working there. Uh, however, that particular job was not uh, into sales. It was more of customer service. So I was on the other side of the table. And yep. working working there for one year, I realized that uh, this is not my calling. My calling is more uh, customer facing, you know, more, more sales that I want to do. So I wanted to get towards the transaction side of it. And uh, that is how I, I convinced my boss uh, that, you know, if you can put me into a sales team or a business development team, but uh, I think maybe I was, it was too early for me to get into sales. This is what my boss felt. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I had uh, taken my decision that I'm, I really want to get into sales as soon as possible. So I uh, had to put down my papers and I, I took some time. I took some break and uh, you know really brainstormed uh, sitting with my uh, friends and family to understand you know what do you 
would you suggest and people who are already doing good in their careers so i had uh, some mentors um, mm. you know I, I i discussed with them that this is what i feel this is what i aspire to do so what do you suggest so definitely i got uh, mixed reviews uh, you know so some people <laughs> So I still feel uh, role of a business development or sales is quite underrated, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I feel uh, it's only the problem or the pain that the outside world sees. But I would also like to, and I completely vouch for it. I say that sales and business development is much more than the regular pain and problems that an outsider sees, you know, somebody who's a non-sales guy or, and this happens within the company and outside the company as well. So yeah. I think initially my family thought that uh, getting into sales is something that I should not do because I was uh, a technical engineer and mm. I, I should take up some technology related role. But I knew my calling and, uh, you know, I thought of uh, coming out of, uh, you know, that closet of doing something different. So I, I took that as a challenge and uh, luckily got introduced uh, to one of my uh, back then manager and uh, mentor. Uh, from Stella and the beauty of uh, you know of me getting into sales and also this was something that I learned so he himself my boss back then in Stella he himself had worked he was an electronics engineer too and he worked for almost 10 12 years uh, as a coder as a programmer and then after 12 years he realized that he should get into sales so I think he was somebody who motivated me uh, uh saying that okay good you realized within one year that you want to get into sales so i think uh, it, it's a good sign and uh, mm-hmm. i would i would love to support you and i think he gave me a break uh saying that you know i would like to give you a three months time to show what you can do for me and uh, i mean i'm not saying this to impress you but definitely i was i was i was there to turn tables and i got them some really really good meetings uh, mm-hmm. with with some powerful CTOs and CIOs that we were hunting back then, uh, which even the experienced, uh, you know, colleagues of mine couldn't do. So, mm-hmm. and, that, and that was on, on my own style, you know, I was not, I was not copying anybody. I was not following anybody. It was just yeah. what I felt I did. And I think that worked for me. So after proving him for, uh, within that three months, I really got uh, appreciated and motivated more to, to get into a full-fledged sales role and that's where I got my uniform uh, and I was labeled as a as a sales development representative that's where the actual journey started I love that <clears throat> so if we can take a pause because that is quite a cool journey to go through so if we take a step back where you know you went into this customer service role and you yourself realized that this wasn't your calling per se right and you wanted to go into a more customer facing role and you know you went through that journey of speaking to friends family people that have been you know doing things successfully and then asking them like what's your thoughts on it and to your point you had like mixed reviews um and probably a lot of things going through your head because you know sometimes we get unsure in life with the decisions or choices that we make and Sometimes we look towards people that we care to help us with this guidance, right? But then you come across this person, you know, who is one of your mentors that had been on a similar journey of like engineering and then going into sales and then saying, hey, Ashish, we're going to give you a chance of three months. And, you know, you came into your own, you built out these things from scratch and you became successful in booking these great meetings. My curiosity would lie within, you know, what was going through your mind? Because you know, our heart and our heads are two different places. 
one saying one thing, another saying another thing, and then we've got this outside external environment of our friends and family, you know, infiltrating and influencing these sort of choices. As a young Ashish, before becoming that success and saying, hey, I've now got the uniform as somebody in sales, what was your head and heart saying to you at the time, Ashish? I would say, Neil, I mean, uh, so my, my father is also a, a small businessman. And uh, so what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to take you back uh, in where it all started. So definitely I have it uh, in my blood. And I think mm. that came maybe from my family. So my father is a very, uh, you know, uh, small uh, businessman. Uh, he, he's got his petrochemical biz, uh, product business. So what happened is when I was still in my high school and my college, I used to, uh, you know, on his behalf when he was busy in something else, he used to send me to collect payments or maybe to mm. speak to a customer or maybe deliver a product, you know. So when I used to do that, I used to enjoy doing that, you know, collecting payments, doing deliveries. And this was all petrochemical products that I'm talking about, uh, which yeah. has got nothing to do with my career, with my education. So that was the first uh, reality check that I got that there is something that, uh, you know, satisfaction that I get when, when you sell something, it could be a product mm -hmm. or a service, right? My father was selling a product. I think with, with that moment, when I saw, uh, you know, funds coming in and I, I speaking to, you know, so many people every day, I used to do this during my summer holidays also. And my friends uh, used to tell me, you know, why do you, why do you enjoy doing it? I mean, why do you want to do this? This is not your job, yeah. right? Your, fa your father's already doing it and he has his own team. Mm -hmm. Why do you want to do it? So maybe I wanted to earn a quick money uh, because if I used to do this, definitely my pocket money was increased because I was giving yeah. my, my time to my father. So I think yeah. that that was one uh, push that I got because I was paid instantly and mm. uh, being, I was too young uh, to understand how the transactions work, uh, you know, between, between a service provider and, uh, you know, and a customer. But I think the knack of uh, making money and, and the knack of uh, convincing somebody, you know, creating a situation where if the mm. customer is trying to delay your payments. So I used to create my own scenarios, my own situations where I used to convince the customer to not pay a week later, pay today. So I used to do that by myself. And my father appreciated saying that, okay, this is what I, I see you are doing it, you know, and nobody's pushing me. I mean, I did not have a deadline that I have to bring my money back. I, I need to do uh, collections and stuff, but I used to do it by myself. So I, th the, I think the major credit lies there. Second, when I was uh, doing my engineering, uh, I topped my class in two of these important subjects, which are, I think, related to business development and sales. One was entrepreneurship and business planning. And second was industrial management. So when I when I studied these two subjects, when I got to know about the stalwarts of marketing and sales, you know how people have really really did wonders in this in this particular segment in sales and marketing. So that was my second uh, reality check that I got that I should you know uh, think about it as a career. And mm -hmm. I had my uh, my professor who had just come back from US, and uh, he guided me saying that Ashish, I feel that you are not made for uh, a technical role. And mm. even though even though my, I had uh, not really good grades also, so <laughs> I, I was rather good on the talking side, more on the convincing side, getting my work done. Uh, so I think he also sort of convinced me and pushed me, uh, introduced me to the world of sales and business development. 
because I think since he had come from US, he had seen the bigger picture, right? Which mm. maybe, which maybe I as a young Ashish in my college would not have been, uh, you know, got exposed to that kind of uh, situation. So that worked. And uh, when <clears throat> my mentor gave me a chance, I think when I was entering, I definitely had uh, a timeline in my mind, right? And, it, and this was only three months. So I gave all my blood and sweat and I decided that I have to not only uh, meet his expectation, I have to supersede his expectation. And I did mm. that. And when I did that, I was, I was blunt enough uh, to leave that company, even though I had such a good mentor, because I was promised that I would be paid more. So two things, Neil, have always been important for me. And mm. I am not, I'm not ashamed of saying this. So number one is, uh, so if people tell me what are two things that drive you as, as a business development or as a sales, yeah. number, number one, I say is compensation that keeps me motivated. And second is appreciation, mm. you know, even though I get appreciated less, it, it doesn't really affect me. But if I get, mm. uh, less paid, it will affect me, yeah. you know? So I want to always, uh, stay ahead or stay on top of my game that is because if i if i get uh, really good paid and i think that is also one reason for me to getting into sales like i told you i always had that knack of uh, you know making money since i was in mm. school yeah. so i was able to not only uh, achieve my targets but also you know make incentives on that which was an additional salary so i was able to uh, take care of my uh, you know needs and and liabilities i was able to uh, buy whatever I wanted, and my friends mm. who were who were also uh, working, you know, in the similar domain—not exactly sales, but they were working in similar yeah. corporate companies. They did not have that flexibility of spending so much, you know, mm. because I, and and plus I was very flexible with my job. You know, I I used to go on field, meet customer, meet customers, <clears throat> and I have a lot of new stories that I can, you know, uh, I mean, I mean, I got to know a lot of new stories about these customers, how they were cheated. Yeah. How they were, uh, you know, I mean, there was mis-selling that was done. How they have burnt hands with their existing service provider. So that yeah. is where I changed my focus from not only focusing on uh, making money from a deal, but uh, my focus changed from how I can create value, uh, you know, in, in my engagement with a customer, how I can be more of a problem solver, how I can be more of a consulting uh, experience that I can add in my conversation when I'm when I'm when I'm doing my uh, you know account management. Uh, yeah. It should it should not be that I'm only selling my products or services here. I am yeah. here to sell a pro I'm here to solve a problem a business problem through my offerings. So if you see somebody who started uh, you know as a SDR back then selling data recovery services has today uh, moved to <coughs> sorry sorry. <clears throat> has today moved to uh, become a digital transformation specialist, you know, where I uh, sell enterprise level solutions. Uh, so anything that falls under Microsoft business application suite, right from yeah. your ERP, CRM, business intelligence tool, cloud related services, this is what I sell. So today my game has leveled up. I have, I have you know, moved to a different uh, level. So I don't mm. sell uh, those products that I used to sell back then, uh, you know, as a rookie, as, as a new, as a newbie in the industry. Yeah. And then I got a, also opportunity to train, mentor, 
uh, run my own team and i really i really feel very grateful because i have people who i have uh, mentored or uh, you know with with whatever limited experience i had but i felt mm. that if even that limited experience can change somebody's perception uh, towards sales or towards working into a customer service role or working towards a customer facing uh, you know roles then i think i'll i'll be blessed uh, you know to to help somebody in that way so this is mm. how the journey changed I love, that. I love that and so like to come like bringing it back in like you said like it's it's in your blood like having those experiences with your father at a young age of you know chasing those payments and then you know getting it in getting that recognition from like son you're doing you know like a great job um and you know like again coming down to motivation so like with i think for myself and like in a similar vein, like for, for insight and transparency for our listeners and watchers out there. So I come like from an Asian background uh, where my parents are from Bangladesh and they're very traditional. And when their Asian son had said to them, yeah, I want to go into sales. My dad just looked at me with such disdain and <laughs> he's just like, no, you don't really want to do that. You want to have like a, a good white collar job where, you know, you're in an office, you're doing this. I said, yeah, but sales. And my father always used to say to me, like, Neil, you talk too much. Hence why I have a podcast, because, you know, that's one thing I can definitely do. <clears throat> but in the early days, you know, when I went from a standard, I, I used to work in civil service and in local government. And when I moved from that going into like sales, pay changed. And I was introduced to the idea of, you know, sales incentives and bonuses and targets and, you know, in the early days, not booking many meetings or booking multiple meetings and seeing an addition to my paycheck, that was like, wow, I really want to, that, that, that makes me happy, right? And came to the ideas of like putting pictures of things that I wanted in front of my sales desk of a new Honda motorcycle that I really wanted to ride. I want to go <laughs> off and, you know, all these visualizations. And as time went on, you know, similar to yourself, where you go into building teams and you're talking to these young people and these rookies and these newbies and you're giving them advice and et cetera. And always trying to figure out, okay, what motivates them? What makes them take that next leap? Or, you know, what pushes them to be the best version of themselves? And I I can remember it like in early days and like, you're going to earn this much commission. And for some of them, they would be like, that is a life changing amount. Because compared to their friends and family, nobody had earned that sort of level of money or, you know, had that freedom, that financial freedom. Um, and then over time, like for me, like money was money. Um, but then similarly, like I went down a different route where I was just like, I'm able to do things that other people haven't done. You know, like what you were saying earlier, like you'd book meetings that your peers had not been able to do. That started driving me a bit further of like, right, I'm going to go into a company which, you know, hasn't done biz dev before and setting it all up or they've never hired reps in this region and trying that out. And like, I, I know, like um, I've said this in previous shows where nowadays money doesn't motivate me, but money allows me to do things that perhaps I would have never have done before. And, you know, you get different reps that are motivated by different things. And I think some SDRs may be listening into this, Ashish, or some SDR managers, you know, doing this role and trying to coach their team. And somebody who's been through that journey of, you know, you know what you're motivated by, but you've managed and built teams. What's the best way to find what motivates somebody when they themselves don't know yet? Because maybe they're young, they're fresh. How do you like help them find that thing that motivates them? And then how do you hone in on it to bring out the best version of them? Right, I think it's it's a it's a great question, Neil. Because 
I see a lot of uh, you know fresh college grad students. They they you know sort of get into this role maybe because they don't have anything else to do, or maybe mm. they felt that this is the best option that they should pick up. I feel uh, just because you see somebody doing good in sales, you shouldn't get into sales. Uh, mm. I think there also needs to be you know some some introspection that you need to do uh, to understand uh, you know what are your thoughts what drives you and why do you yeah. want to get into sales and and also at the same time uh, are you somebody who's an extrovert or are you somebody who can go an extra mile you know mm. are you somebody who can take that kind of pressure are you somebody who can make 100 calls a day right so i think these are some parameters that initially helps me to identify you know who's the rep that i should spend most of my time with yeah. you know and during this journey so when i recruit somebody <clears throat> and I, and i've done this in the past i do it still so when i when i recruit somebody uh, i don't try to be rude but mm. uh, i i try to be honest and brutal in my first interview uh, you know discussion it's it's more mm. of a chat that i do it's more of a discussion that i do just like we are doing yeah. now uh, yeah, yeah. only only a little formal of course uh, so what happens is when i hire somebody my my first expectation and i think most of the sdr managers watching this show will definitely agree to this i think every sdr who's getting started if they do not think of this not only as a, you know just to get a paycheck or or to or to fulfill your liabilities or maybe just to grab a job uh, mm. it's, it's it's not that this is not what you're getting into then then you are maybe in a wrong place i suggest mm. number one they should be proactive in whatever they are doing because if i don't see younger reps coming into sales or biz dev i don't see them you know being proactive not adding something new to the table then i think they they are not in the right uh, frame of mind I, I don't i don't see them working the way that i expect them to work i understand i understand they are new they are not uh, aware about about what is available or maybe they are not educated in that manner but i also feel the the hunger to learn you know or or the enthusiasm to learn or to show that yes i'm different this is what i bring on table and with this i can help the company i can help the team i can help my boss my manager that is where the manager will give you his hand right so i think the handshake needs to be happen from both the sides it should happen from both yeah. the sides and if my rep is giving me his one hand definitely i would love to give my hand and that is how we can shake hands embrace each other's quality and try to multiply or amplify the business that we are doing and i think that is how uh, a leader or a manager is differentiated so i have always tried uh, and been uh not more as a manager i i see myself as a leader and i i mm. try to i try to imbibe those leadership qualities uh from the mentors and from people that i have learned uh and i'm really grateful that i met such wonderful people out there most of them are on my linkedin and i'm happy mm. to my professors my my mentors my coach uh my coaches that i've met so we are still in touch and any any progress or any good thing that i do in my life i share with them i take feedback from them so i remember when i did my last podcast last year uh, with marcus shella see the solution mm. that podcast i sent to most of my friends and mm. imagine i got a call from my friend who was uh, back in you i mean who came back from us so we we did not speak for 3 years 
and when i sent mm-hmm. him this audio clip he heard the whole clip and he gave me a call saying that ashish i'm so proud of you that uh-huh. i i knew somebody in back in school that you were x person and today i see you are x plus 1 you know so i see <laughs> that growth i see i see the way you are shaping your career i see the way you are trying to uh you know uh, patronize the sales and business development domain uh, because mm. i i really feel uh, bad uh, for companies which are only delivery driven or service driven they are not sales driven mm. so i always request people who are watching this and people who this message will pass uh, i want to tell them that please appreciate your sales team please motivate them guide them as a stakeholder as a business owner it is your responsibility to take care of your sales people and because mm. they are they are more like a family they are somebody who is going to bring revenue to the company and if you just see them as liabilities not as assets then i think yeah. you are you are not the boss you are not the right kind of leader that they are looking at maybe they should they change their leaders then mm. so i love that a lot of passion <laughs> a lot of passion for for the art of sales and bringing it to the forefront of minds of businesses you know and Yeah I I think that's that's a beautiful journey and to, you know to get like like you said you you appreciate recognition and you know the the admiration given by your peers and your friends that you have been connected with a while and listening to your voice and like seeing how much you've changed from those days at school I think it is beautiful and it's again to one of your early points that self reflection you know sometimes we we look at things that are new or a job and we see it as this massive project or we see this like you know onerous task of something we're about to embark on and it scares the bejesus out of all of us right but it's very important and i say this to students as well so always reflect back as to like how far you have come you know how much you've accomplished and for yourself ashish that person that thought you know this isn't my calling to like moving forward with sales and having quite an impressive career and again ladies and gents check out ashish's linkedin profile with his experiences and meeting all these great mentees and mentors and like helping build out teams it's it's phenomenal right and sometimes we forget these things that we've done now the other side of the coin is like obviously not to have a chip on your shoulder to say i've done x y and z so i should be able to do this like it's you know it's humbling to think like you've had this great opportunity to see these companies go to these places do this and like get them round to the side of sales um and transparently something which is a bit of a blind spot to my side so as an sdr coach working predominantly in europe and i've worked alongside the us in the size of in asia that's a place that i haven't really ever done business for i've had interactions and meetings with people that do sales in india uh, but for somebody that's you know done like a global role what kind of nuances have or differences have you seen of how people do business within asia versus say the europe the us can can you think of any sort of differences or nuances that you've seen ashish yes so i mean nothing against uh, you know my my local clients my domestic clients but uh, so neil i mean if you look at my journey if you look at my background i have mostly been part of uh, the international sales team and uh, i have done uh, businesses and i have had clients with uh, you know mostly from the western countries from the first world countries if you see so i have had mm. clients from usa from canada from europe from uk from australia and uh, also you know right now i'm managing india plus the global uh, con- uh, you know accounts also so if you see the big difference that i see uh uh you know as a sales uh you know guy i would say it's 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 more on the you know so so people in asia i feel are more uh, you know price sensitive number one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, 
Number two, I think the decision-making ability uh, is very different than people you know from the other countries that I mentioned. So for them yeah. to for them to actually take a call and invest in a technology, uh, because I I do technology sales. So for somebody yeah. like that, even though I meet a lot of CIOs, CTOs, CFOs, I meet I meet these executives of of these big enterprise companies, but I still feel they are hesitant. Uh, to to invest and venture into uh, you know make, make an investment of uh, you know the, the quotation that I send or the proposal that I yeah. send. Sometimes the numbers look big, you know, mm. but 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 what they do is they ignore uh, the value that is going to come with that that account, the value that is going to come with that proposal, with that project that we are going to work together on. And I feel it is much more valued, and the decision is taken pretty quick. Uh, I've had you won't believe I've had customers uh, from a UK where we did meeting in the morning UK time and evening yeah. in evening UK time I had the customer uh, made the advance to me. Can you believe that mm. in the first yeah. in one in one day? Nice. And uh, <laughs> exactly, I mean, imagine. So that's that's the kind of uh, you know, I mean, that is how the activity happened, right? It was pretty quick. We did what two or three meetings in one day, and I was able to mm. close that deal by end of that day. I started in morning nice. nine. I was able to, you know, take an advance payment by five p.m. Then I've had a customer in U.S. who's still a friend to me, uh, Hugh Callen, pretty senior guy. Uh, it's more like a friend now that we are connected. We on WhatsApp. We don't do business now. It's been what eight mm. nine years, but we are still connected. So he was my first customer uh, from Michigan, U.S. And this guy uh, went extra mile and paid me an extra amount just to cover up my targets for that particular quarter. And nice. I was, and I was on cloud nine. I was like, dude, I can imagine. I need to have the like customers like these. I mean, these are not customers; these are gods now. So I had mm. these, um, you know, god figures, godfathers in my life, uh, who have helped me in situations where I was expecting the least, and I think it really worked out for me. But I think still, I mean, the Asia culture uh, or, or the customers in Asia, specifically in India, because I'm working with a couple of Indian customers. Uh, mm. I think the the scenario is changing now. Uh, it's more of a global that things have become. So it's local plus global. It's more of global mm. localization that has happened. So I think no matter where you are sitting, which country uh, or which corner of the world you are in right now, uh, you can speak to anybody. You can you can sell to anybody. You can solve anybody's business problem by your offerings. So I am right now working with customers in Europe, in Australia, and Middle East. Uh, my current customers. And because I'll be traveling to Europe in next three weeks, I'm looking forward to meet my customers. So nice. even though this is more of a leisure trip, but I want to also, uh, you know, have a quick chat with my customers, maybe over a coffee or a lunch. So I want to give that time, uh, you know, of my trip to them, so that I can also meet in person with them. Uh, because because of COVID, obviously a lot of things changed for all of us. Uh, yeah. In some or the other way, so I think now it's time that we are really coming out of that pandemic era, era. and uh, mm. you know I think uh, meeting in person definitely gives you a different vibe altogether, and I think you can personalize more, uh, which makes you stay connected, and you can do I think you know much more than what you are going to do virtually on call. So I think that differentiates both the audiences, of course, but have yeah. been lucky to work with customers all across the globe, and. Uh, you know, looking forward to multiply these customers 
so i think anybody who's watching this and looking for any kind of uh, i know this is not the right platform but then you know i think that is how uh, you know like i said it it naturally comes uh, in me you know that, that even though i don't want to pitch myself but then uh, definitely anybody is looking for a solution uh, into you know enterprise solution like erp or crm you are evaluating then please look at microsoft dynamics and i can be your friend i can be your colleague and we can definitely sit and discuss this together and let me tell you this we are damn serious about our business so we take mm. care of projects like a mother takes care of a child you know that kind of serious we are so mm. not only to feed the baby but also to nurture it and make sure you know the child is grown to a full man now so we, we take care of the entire journey that way so i think yeah over the, with the help of experience i think it comes naturally mm. Yeah, I love so, that. I love that. And the, the snippet of the first time I ever had the global. I really, really love that global. It's a global and a local thing. I freaking love that, dude. Um, and again, for our listeners and watchers, like again, I think it's always good because this is a global show. So we're like we're in over forty countries now, and we're reaching Asia, which is making me very happy because I never thought this show would make it that far. Um, if you know any nuances or any tips or if you're agreeing with Ashish or if there's anything you can add on to or help Ashish elaborate on the facts of doing business with Asia, that'd be really super as well because I, I kind of have a plan on my vision board where I want to do like five different regions of the show. I want to do like the US, I want to do Germany, I want to do Asia, I want to pick specific countries and get those guests on there as well. Um, but as we're coming towards the end of the show, Ashish, I'd want to know like, Imagine for a moment there's this young Ashish who's just about to embark on this journey. Like he's had his education, he's like maybe going into engineering and he doesn't know what to do. And you know, that guy who's about to go speak to his friends and family, what three bits of advice would you give to that young Ashish? So I think be bold and uh, take your own decisions, no matter what the world tells you. So I have had, uh, you know, a lot of people pulling me back and not letting me take my own decision. But uh, I think I was bold enough. I was I was courageous enough to take my own decision, and I I do not regret in uh, you know whatever decisions I took in my life, whether personal or professional. Mm -hmm. uh, so I am happy with what I have today. Uh, you know, in terms of a very good career, uh, you know, a very good family who supports me, my friends, and a lot of people from the sales community also. So I think more than thousand people I'm connected on LinkedIn only from sales and business development or marketing also. So mm. I think that's how I'm trying to grow my network because network is network, uh, yeah. especially in sales and business development roles. So number one is be bold and be courageous. Take your decision. Number two, no matter what happened in your life, I mean, let, let not that stop you. Every day is a new day. So, you know, mm -hmm. start fresh, start fresh, give your best. Always try to bring something different on table. Be that person when you enter into a room, everybody should look at you and say that this is the guy that we wanted to come in. So always mm -hmm. be that guy mm -hmm. and try, try to shine always like a star, no matter where you are, uh, you know, available, in which country, which part of the city or which village, uh, you know, just shine, shine like a bright star. I love that. I absolutely love that. And again, stars and analogies with this show, as everybody knows, I'm a big fan of space, and that's kind of why the Happy Selling logo is an astronaut. Yes. Uh, and do you know what? Funny enough, I had two Indian businessmen, and I was at a, a London podcast show the other day, and they came over to me, and they said, Neil, like, 
with Happy Selling in this podcast, why the hell do you have like an astronaut? And I said, a lot of companies or startups focus on the rocket, which is the machine to get them to where they want to. I focus on the astronaut, the people that drive these rockets. And I always say sky is not the limit if there are stars to explore. So definitely shine bright like that star that you are, Ashish. Thank you for bringing that in. And before we end, Ashish, are there any shout outs or kudos that you'd like to give on today's show? I think uh, first I would like to thank uh, Neil to you as well. I mean, uh, so I've known you from a, from a, what, from a long time now, uh, mm. been more than a year, I guess. And uh, every time I, I chat and I discuss with you, it has always been a fantastic conversation that I do. So always looking forward, uh, you know, with my Asian brother and, uh, you know, wherever you think I can, I can add no matter 1%, 2%, whatever in your journey, in whatever you're doing, because let me tell you, whatever you're doing is, is really amazing. It's incredible to see you moving like this. I see your Thank episodes. You, I see you have been super active on LinkedIn as well. And the journey that you have already uh, told me and uh, you know, we know each other's journey now. So mm. I think that this is how people support, right? Each other and yeah. motivate each other, which is very important. So uh, once again, thank you so much, uh, you know, for, for giving me this opportunity to come on this show and share my views and insights that I can uncover for my audience, uh, you know, especially people who are getting into sales or people who are already in sales that choose your, uh, you know, audiences. I mean, take a decision, which is a wiser decision. Don't just go on the facts and numbers, you know, always, like mm. you mentioned, right? Your heart and your mind always uh, might not be in sync always, you know, so, so yeah. think it from that way and then take a call. So, yeah, I mean, uh, so happy uh, to be here and uh, you know, wishing all my viewers and everybody who's watching this show, uh, wishing you all the best, uh, you know, go and smash it like, in, like, like a Ronaldo and, and you know, <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep crushing guys, keep crushing. I mean, you know, sales is just not numbers guys. Sales is, uh, is very different. You know, it's a, it's a very big ocean that we are all part of and we are all just trying to uh you know go with the flow i mean i would say just go with the flow see where the wind takes you so i love it so from the river thames to the river ganges a hundred percent salute to you so thank you so much for being a part of this journey and for our watchers and listeners don't forget you can connect with ashish on linkedin and his url will be in the show notes and our youtube description and also a gentle reminder uh if you've enjoyed this show please make sure that you give us a rating in your local podcast platform please like comment and subscribe to our youtube channel and again if you've got any questions or comments for the guests drop them in below and we'll make sure we get them out on the next one as well. And again, I also want to say a big thank you to our listeners of watchers and us of joining this journey with Ashish on the SDR Disco Call Show. I'm your host, Neil Buyan. Thank you so much. And Ashish, I wish you all the best and most importantly, happy selling, my man. Likewise. Thank you so much, uh, Neil, for having me. Once again, thank you so much. And thank if you, you are in and around Europe, would love to meet you. Hell to the year. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to our show today if you work in tech sales and have a career or story that you'd love to share then please email us at podcast at happyselling.io and we'll be in contact to book in a show